Welcome to the Conscious Relationship on Coupling and Parenting Summit. It's me, Lucia Gabriela, your host and producer of this summit. And today we have an incredible woman who uh, I've been seeing on Facebook for a while, and she has such an amazing uh, inner power and inspiration and desire to help so many women in her community. And we're talking about Mary Ann Stefanos. And before we introduce you to her, let me just read a little bit about her. And then she's going to share more about her with you guys today. So Mary Ann is an intuitive healer. And she's a guide of the warrior goddess way, a spiritual-based women empowerment group. Her mission is to awaken women to who they truly are and their innate power. So I am so honored to have Marianne here with us today. Thank you, Marianne, for joining us and say yes to the summit. Thank you so very much, uh, Lucia. It's definitely a pleasure and a privilege uh, to serve in such an empowering way. I'm definitely happy to be here. I, um, you know, my um, my journey began uh, last year. Uh, my father and I had gone through some. Uh, pretty devastating things last year. We were forced to move from the only home that we had known for about 20 years of our lives. And um, I felt lost. I felt confused. I felt in a lot of ways I had failed at life. And this was just last summer. And so what I did was I started begging the universe for answers. And the universe answered me in a very profound way when on September 2nd, I met my spiritual mentor, just by chance. I didn't know him at the time, uh, Omega Mills. And the spiritual concepts that he shared with me that day forever changed the trajectory of my life. And, and I began to experience life in a whole new way on a deeper level and uh, on a level of gratitude I'd never had before that gave me a spiritual euphoria that I um, began to feel compelled to share with um, other women and other people around mid-November. And so December 1st, um, I started my women's group, which has um, now been established as the Warrior Goddess Way. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. So beside of, um, of that um, activation, uh, you know, part of awakening that happened to you last year, um, I would like to ask, like, what else? in your life have brought you to this uh, level of now experiencing conscious relationship and what type of conscious relationship we're going to be talking about. I know that we, um, our topic today is about broken mirrors, an introduction to loving yourself and showing up authentically in, in order to experience genuine love and fulfillment. So yes. what brought you to this, to this area? for you to share this amazing topic with us today? Well, my journey certainly has been a long one. I mean, I started uh, when I was 18, actually, um, going to uh, therapy sessions and beginning to learn who, who I am and what it is that I have to offer the world. So it's definitely been a long journey. And uh, for me, because I didn't love myself for a long time, I uh, was desperate for love and companionship, and I... You know, as they say, I looked for love in the wrong places. And um, really, love begins uh, with yourself, begins from within. And um, I'll definitely, you know, delve deeper into that in the topic that I'll be talking about today. But 
uh, for me, I spent um, eight years um, with the uh, long relationship that I was in, and it was it ended up being a toxic relationship. But um, I am so grateful for that relationship because it taught me um, what I didn't want, and it also taught me about myself and how I show up in relationships, um, at least at that point in my life. And so that level of awareness allowed me to begin to shift and become the woman that I wanted to be to attract the man that I uh, truly desire in my life. So I'm, I'm very grateful that I went through that. But um, I've also read many spiritual books. Um, I've read books such as Conversations with God. And um, I just, I began to seek more truth than what I had been taught as a child. I, I grew up very conservative Christian. And, um, and although I do find that there is a lot of truth and beauty in Christianity and, and many, many religions actually, um, there was a higher truth for me that I needed to find. And I'm, and I'm grateful that I have been on this journey and that I have found uh, many truths that have resonated with me and have made me the woman that I am today. Thank you. That's beautiful. And what I love about Mary, Marianne is that when we were in conversation when she said yes to the summit, is her authenticity and also her vulnerability to share her message and also her passion to help the women uh, that she is attracting in her goddess warrior uh, way uh, group. And also, you know, it's important for all of us who are following the summit is that every speaker that has come and has said yes to the summit to share the wisdom and the knowledge and also the insight that they learn in their life. Now, many of the speakers that you're going to see in this summit, they are not just book speakers. They are like live, like they live their life. They embody it, they, they learn from within, and they integrate the wisdom that they learn from, from different teachers and mentors and you know books and things like that, and actually apply it in their lives. So that's one of the beautiful things that I've resonated with Marianne is that, you know, in her journey, that, you know, it is a new journey for herself, she, she still has been integrating a lot of the things that she has learn in her whole life and and put it together to help others so i am so honored to have marion here because her juiciness and her desire and her passion of sharing what she knows and what she learned from her own experience is actually to me like actually medicine so we're so excited about learning from you today and and just dive into these infinite wisdom that you are going to share with us today and I'm so excited so go for it let's just do it now so i'm excited to share with you today my presentation titled broken mirrors and it's an introduction to loving yourself and showing up authentically in order to experience genuine love and fulfillment I'm going to begin with a quote that really resonates with me uh, by uh, Brene Brown. A deep sense of love and belonging is an irreducible need of all people. We are biologically, cognitively, physically, and spiritually wired to love, to be loved, and to belong. When those needs are not met, we don't function as we are meant to. We break. We fall apart, 
we numb, we ache, we hurt others, we get sick. And that's the uh, quote by Brene Brown. So essentially we, we all understand that we have a fundamental need to love and be loved. Um, the, the unfortunate part though when it comes to love is we often misunderstand it to be many things that it is not. Um, and so one of the things we'll be talking about in my presentation is um, how to really attract the love that you desire, but first by beginning with yourself, um, with self-love. So love requires vulnerability. We live in a world where people hide behind masks to protect themselves from emotional pain that happens as a result of rejection. So, you know, from our childhood, we learn that unless we perform a certain way, unless we listen to our parents, our teachers, our coaches, uh, that we won't be loved or accepted. And, and while that's necessary as part of the domestication process, what ends up happening is we, we cling to that. Uh, we, became, we become what I call acceptance junkies. And so when we get older, rather than understanding that we each within us has a unique uh, personality, a unique light that we shine, we become um, very attached to the concept of, I need to be a certain way in order to be loved and accepted. And so we fear rejection. And so we prevent ourselves from truly showing up. Vulnerability is risky, but it is the birthplace of connection and the path to the feeling of worthiness. And so speak your truth. So the only way to have a truly fulfilling relationship with another person is by being vulnerable, is by allowing ourselves to be seen and to see others for who they truly are. And and while there, there can be some challenges with that because um, sometimes we don't see the other person for the, who they are, um, we, can, we can definitely look within ourselves and, and work on those aspects of ourselves that keep us from that connection with the other person. And so when I say speak your truth, what I'm saying is we have to overcome our own fear of saying, hey, I don't like this or this bothers me. Um, but we we can also do it in such a way that the other person can receive it and we'll we'll get more into into that in my later slides when we get to emotions without being willing to risk the possibility of getting hurt we completely miss out on the fulfillment of loving someone fully and being loved in return so um, that's something that I pretty much covered there broken mirrors Narcissism, narcissism stems from the ego, but self-love stems from the spirit. Um, a lot of times, sometimes we get confused by the difference between what it means to love yourself and to be, you know, quote-unquote, egotistical. When I love myself, I'm not saying that I'm better than someone else or that I'm conceited or, um, or I carry myself in an, in an ego way. What I'm saying is that I'm amazing and that I'm worthy of love, beginning with the love that I have for myself first. And so when I do that, when I love myself and I see beauty within myself, that's what allows me then to love someone else and see beauty within them as well. 
And um, by loving ourselves, we begin to accept our weaknesses as well as our strengths. So unless we embrace our darkness, we dim our light. Um, you, you are a mosaic. You are not pure light. It is only in the darkness that exists within yourself that you can appreciate the light that exists within yourself. And what happens is when we go into those aspects of ourselves, the shame, the pain, the hurt, whatever it is that we've experienced in our lives that have caused you to feel like a broken mirror, it's then, it's then that you bring love to that place in your life and it, it no longer is in the darkness and it then um, reduces that feeling of shame or pain um, that you feel. And, and as you can see, a broken mirror can actually be very beautiful from this, from this photo that I'm sharing because it, it just depends on what it is that it's reflecting. I love this quote by Nikita Gill. And you say you are broken, but broken mirrors like you create the most beautiful patterns of light. Um, and as you can see again from the photo I shared, that's, that's very true. Have compassion for yourself as a human being struggling to find personal meaning. Um, you're human. Allow yourself uh, the space to grow and be gentle with those moments when you feel like you made a poor decision or you made a mistake because again it's all part of your journey and it's all part of your experience. We can only meet others as deeply as we have met ourselves. Um, it's so true. So the reason that I can be the women's coach that I am and hold space for other women in their pain is because I have delved deep into my pain. I have given myself permission to cry and to look into aspects of myself that I may not like or may not be proud of, but I embrace them because they are part of me, they are part of my mosaic. The mind causes a disconnect. So now we're gonna talk about uh, mentally what prevents us from connecting with others. Humans have anywhere from 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And as many as 98% of them are exactly the same as the ones we had the day before. And even more significantly, as much as 80% of our thoughts are negative. When you find yourself in a place in your life where you might feel stuck, it might be because you're replaying the same thoughts over and over in your head. Your self-talk is huge on the type of experience that you're going to have day to day. And I, I actually learned this from the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, where we, uh, we only allow as much abuse from other people as we do to ourselves. And that abuse is not physical abuse, it's mental abuse. When you're saying negative thoughts to yourself, I'm not good enough, I can't do anything right, man, this is, this is so difficult, I can't deal with this. All of those limiting thoughts are what are causing the limitations in your life. They're preventing you from having the amazing life that you deserve because within yourself, you're already telling yourself, I can't, I won't, it's not possible, when the reality is you are creating that reality. No one else is stopping you. You are your own worst critic. 
And this constant mental traffic that we're dealing with prevents us from being present to emotionally connect with others. And it leads to anxiety, depression, and insomnia. And um, I'm, you know, I'm connected on Facebook and social media, and I do pay a lot of attention to modern day life, to what's happening around me. And one of the things that I notice the most, and especially from women, but I believe men and women are both dealing with it, is a lot of them are dealing with anxiety and not sleeping well and low energy. And, you know, just they're like, I work, 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 and that's all that I do. And they, they've lost the joy, the passion, and the fire in their life. And so we're going to go on to see what you can do to bring back some of that joy and fulfillment in your life. Human being, allowing yourself to be, uh, which is considered uh, feminine energy. So one of the really strong concepts that, or excuse me, profound concepts that my spiritual mentor has shared with me, you know, I've heard the term human being all my life and never really thought about it twice um, because it's something that we all say. And I remember he was saying, well, what's the root word of believe? And I didn't, I didn't know. And he said, it's be. So, so instead of being a human doing, which unfortunately in modern day life, we get so caught up in, we, we have to go, 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 do, do, do. I have to go to work. I have to pick up the kids from school. I have to, um, go to the gym, I have to do this and this and this. There's so much in your life that you have to do. You have to pick up groceries, you have to cook, you have to uh, perhaps even take care of elderly parents. You, you know, there's so much on your plate and especially if you're um, an entrepreneur, you know, you have to be self-driven, self-motivated. But at the end of the day where you're gonna find your stillness, your calmness, your inner voice, your peace, your joy, your fulfillment, is simply allowing yourself to be and for a lot of people that's a real challenge and the reason I say it's feminine energy is because that is what the feminine energy is about is about sharing connecting and in the being the masculine energy um, which actually within each and every single one of us every single human whether you're a male a female however you identify uh, as far as sexual orientation uh, orientation as far as gender you have both masculine and feminine energies within yourself. And so it is, of course, absolutely not only okay, but it is a good thing to be in your masculine and to get things done, but also give yourself permission to be still, be calm. And, and so that brings me to my next point, to be mindful. What is your self-talk like? Do you feel anxious? Do you have trouble sleeping at night? because of your overactive mind. And, and it's only a quiet mind that makes for an available heart. Um, and so it's only when we calm all those thoughts and begin to just surrender, if you will, to the moment and to be present that we find ourselves being able to connect within ourselves, to connect with our intuition, to connect with our higher self, to connect with God or source or um, whatever you want to call it as far as your spirituality is concerned. Um, and finally, it's what allows us to connect with other people as well. 
A relationship has a foundation of shared silence and the moments between our words and our shared activities, a relationship ripens in the richness of being, of being together. And honestly, sometimes the most profound moments that I have had with other people um, have been um, in workshops where literally all we're doing is eye gazing. We're just looking at each other and we're not saying anything. We're just being with that other person and allowing our, our energy to share and connect. Um, and, that, and that to me is beautiful. Um, unfortunately, we live in a culture where um, doing that is not okay and allowing your feelings to show up is not okay. Um, and having hugs that last for longer than four seconds or you know whatever it is is not okay. And, and I'm here to tell you that it is okay and to give yourself permission. And, and it may not be the norm, but if you, if you begin to allow yourself to do that, then you'll find that there are other people in the world as well that also love that and also um, share that experience with you. And one of the major ways um, to practice being more present is by connecting with your breath. Um, I actually uh, experienced breath work for the first time yesterday, and it was fantastic. Um, I'm sure there are different types of breath work. Um, the one that I experienced was, um, was different. We did two breaths in from the chest. Um, so it filled up the, the, the bottom of our lungs, which is actually the uh, largest component of your lung, and then the chest, and then, and then exhaled. Um, and it was all done strictly through... Um, through your mouth rather than through your nose and what you find is after the breath work that you're more conscious and aware of your breath and your breathing and that's so important because your breath is your life and so anytime you find yourself anxious or overworked you all you have to do is just take a deep breath and reconnect with your life which is happening all on your own you have no control over that and so that again is the beauty of the human experience that we're having is there isn't anywhere we have to be there isn't anything we have to do but just simply be and share in that experience and create the life that you desire emotions i love this topic <laughs> and one of the reasons i love this topic is um because so many people have so many different um, pers perspectives on it, and and for me, emotions are fun. It's what it it's what makes us human. It's what makes us fun. It's what makes us dynamic. And you know, one of the things that I profoundly share with my women's group is feelings are neither negative nor destructive. They are simply truths. How you express your truth is what matters. You cannot change how you feel but you can change your view, which then can alter how you feel. So to focus on the first part, that feelings are neither negative nor destructive, that they're simply truths, that is powerful because when you begin to understand that who you are and the way that you're showing up is not good or bad, it just is. And understanding that when you're angry, it's because you were disappointed or hurt in some way and that it's not a bad thing to feel anger, but rather the anger is a sign that you need to look at something and to express something, you know, to, to express to someone, you know what, I feel hurt or I feel angry because of what you said or what you did. And, and that's not a bad thing. 
because again, it's part of the mosaic, it's part of who you are. Um, we often will say, well, you know, we don't want to dwell in low vibration energy, you know, uh, quote unquote negativity and uh, anger and things like that. And I, and I understand that and I appreciate it in the sense that, you know, we do create our reality from our self-talk, just like I was saying earlier, from our thoughts. And so you can shift your thoughts to then have a new experience and that will then shift how you feel. But the, the extension of your feelings are giving you an indication that something's wrong. And so rather than judging yourself for being angry or judging yourself for having a lot of thoughts to begin to say, okay, I accept myself. This is where I am right now, but I do have the power to, to change how I feel. I can move out of anxiety and sadness and depression by beginning to change my perspective of myself first. And then that allows me to then change my perspective on life. So then you aren't triggered as often and when things do come up, again, you pour love into those things like, you know, even though I feel hurt, even though I feel angry, even though I feel whatever, I still love and accept myself anyway. Take responsibility for your thoughts and feelings. Communicate in a healthy way through I statements. Um, so since I'm using anger as an example, sometimes people will say, oh, you make me angry, or you pissed me off. And it can feel that way, you know, because someone said or did something that, that caused the emotion. However, it's important to understand that no one can make you feel anything because two people can, can have a similar experience, you know, like say they're, um, they're in a moment where, you know, a random person might, like, cuss them out for whatever reason they're having a bad day and they just they cussed you out one person might be like oh well that you know sorry they're having a bad day and they they shrug it off it doesn't even impact them another person could be really triggered you know perhaps they have something from childhood where um you know maybe a parent was abusive verbally and so that triggers them and triggers their emotions and so it's important to understand that you don't see life as it is you see life the way you are um, so the quote is, we don't see life as we are, but we see it. We don't see life as it is. We see life as we are. And so in, in order to really grasp that, it's important that anytime you're communicating to someone how you feel, that you're always saying it from a place of, I feel angry. I feel hurt. I feel, uh, you know, I feel that this could be different. I feel this is a better way of doing this. I feel uh, that we could have made that choice together. I, um, I felt, uh, I, I don't feel heard, I don't feel seen. All of those I statements, no one can argue with how you feel. And, and you can also let them know what it is that they did that made you feel that particular emotion. And so together, when you're in that relationship with that person, you can negotiate and, and come to a healthier place of being together so that you're not feeling triggered. And then of course, after addressing it, Hopefully, those triggers will then begin to resolve themselves. Um, so, again, being aware of your own triggers and an emotional baggage. Um, oftentimes, what I've seen people do is they go from relationship to relationship to relationship, 
uh, with very little or um, no time in between to reflect and resolve some of the emotional baggage that they take from that previous relationship. Um, or, or even worse, a lot of times what happens is we still have childhood trauma or childhood pain that hasn't been resolved. And so oftentimes what we'll do is we'll end up mimicking our parents' relationship in one way or another, or lack thereof. Um, sometimes, you know, we don't get the privilege of having both parents. And, and so in order to have the healthiest relationship possible, we have to look at ourselves and say, okay, how did I show up in the last relationship? And even though perhaps you might say, well, you know, my ex was this, my ex was that, at the end of the day, we all have a part. And even if your part was smaller, as long as you're looking at that part, you can then have a better experience in the next relationship you're going to have. Because ultimately, if you don't do that, what's going to happen is you're going to continue to attract the same type of person over and over again, um, which I've definitely heard from uh, many of the women that I've worked with. Um, and finally, what other people say and do is a result of their own perceptions, experiences, hopes, and desires. Um, it's not personal. So um, another component from the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, the number one agreement in that book is to not take what other people say or do personally because it's about them, it's about who they are, it's not necessarily about you. So it, it can definitely cause pain and I'm not saying you know tolerate abusive behavior from other people and I'm not saying that at all, but what I'm saying is understand that however people treat you is a result of where they are and how deeply they've met themselves. And so we definitely don't tolerate negativity or abusive behavior, but in the process of negotiating with that other person and understanding like, hey, you know, this hurt me, this bothered me, you know, and, and, and then you're being a mirror to the other person and helping them see who they are and what ways they can work on themselves. Um, but also, of course, being open to hearing that about yourself and being open to be feedback because what I always tell people is please tell me, please be honest with me because I can only fix it if you tell me. But if you don't tell me, then there's no way for us to improve our relationship. So let's talk about alignment and how to bring all of this together. So listen to your intuition. Um, a lot of times people will say, oh, I just had a feeling, I had a gut feeling, and um, a lot of people use the term intuition, and it's, it's a real thing. Your intuition will speak to you, and that inner voice will tell you, hey, I don't think this is for you, or it will tell you, you know what, I think you need to call your dad and check on him. Uh, it will tell you um, just all kinds of things. Um, for me, my intuition told me to start the women's group before I even knew what it looked like, what it, how it was going to unfold, um, how many people were gonna be in my group, what I was gonna chart, any of those things, it just showed up for me and said, hey, you, you need to share these concepts with other people. Um, and the other part that I wrote is requires risk and uncertainty. Um, a lot of times in life, we, we, look for, we look for the answers to life to be just, you know, set out for us. Like, I need to know every single thing about this particular event before I show up. Who's going to be there and how far it's going to be. And, you know, and, and I, I do agree with planning. I do agree that 
you know, having the best information allows us to make the best decisions and get the best results from life. But at the same time, your intuition is risky. It's not going to give you answers. It's going to give you a feeling and it's going to tell you, you know, hmm, I don't know about this, or it's going to say, yes, go for it. And then a lot of times your mind will then talk you out of it. Oh, it's too far. Oh, what if something bad happens? What if, you know, my car breaks down? What if, you know, all these negative possibilities when your intuition is telling you that you need to be there, that you need to gain something from that experience. So the way that we listen to our intuition is through quieting your mind, through meditation and yoga uh, or breath work like what I did yesterday so you can better hear your inner voice. Set healthy boundaries. So when your intuition tells you, hey, you know, this isn't good for you, when someone's asking you to do something, even if it's a loved one, a friend, a parent, a child, you know, and maybe it's not in your best interest or their best interest, it's okay to say no from a place of love rather than yes from a place of fear. Because the reason that you're saying yes when you feel like you should be saying no is because you're afraid of, you know, rocking the boat, so to speak, with that person or upsetting them or disappointing them. And it's not mean to say no, as long as, of course, you're saying it in a loving way, but saying, you know what, this isn't for me, uh, or I can't, I'm sorry. Uh, and a lot of times what I tell people is no is a complete answer. You do not have to give a justification for why you're saying no to something. It is perfectly okay to do that as long as you're understanding that you're saying no from a place of love rather than a place of fear where you're like, no, I'm not doing this because you're afraid when your intuition is really telling you, hey, you should you should do this. So when, you're, when you quiet your mind, you get more comfortable knowing the difference between what's really speaking, your heart or your mind. And you're going to know based on how it feels in your body. If it feels good, if it feels exciting, then you know, hey, this is a, this is a yes from my intuition. But if in your body it feels like, oh, it feels heavy, you're dreading it, you're anxious about it, then you know that you're saying yes to something when you really should be saying no. Write affirmations. You know, say, write down things about yourself that, that you see that are beautiful. You know, I have a lot of love to give. I am amazing. I am a work in progress, if that's easy to write. Um, I am healing. I'm rediscovering myself. I am unstoppable. I can do anything. I am worthy of my desires. All of those affirmations are huge. And the more consciously that you say things and operate from that space, the more your subconscious begins to respond and it comes in so much more naturally both in dream state, your subconscious, and during the day when you're awake. So some of the recommended reading, The Four Agreements, of course, um, as well as The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz, The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown, and finally, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, which is great in um, knowing how to be present. Um, I am going to say one more thing about vulnerability um, that I wanted to touch earlier, which is understand that in the process of being more vulnerable, if it's something that's new for you or, or unfamiliar, 
that it's okay to take baby steps and certainly you're not going to be vulnerable or open with just anybody again it goes back to listening to your intuition and trusting the energy that you're getting from the other person and that knowing that you know what I can trust this person and taking those baby steps and you know sharing a little bit here and a little bit there about your story about who you are you know because like Brene Brown says not everyone is worthy of your shame story not everyone is worthy to know all of you and who you are and that's okay because even though not everyone is going to resonate with you and you're not going to resonate with everyone that's what makes connection special that's what makes it amazing is because oftentimes it can be a rare thing to find that person where you're like wow she gets me or wow he he sees me he he makes me feel safe so now I'm going to talk a little bit about um, me, who I am, the warrior goddess way. So as uh, Lucia uh, so graciously uh, spoke about me, I am the founder and intuitive healer of the Warrior Goddess Way, which is a spiritually based women's empowerment group. Uh, my website is thewarriorgoddessway.com. It's a safe deep dive with me. That's something that's important for me to tell you because a lot of times what'll happen is you might go into an experience with a coach or a healer um, or um, some kind of workshop and you may not um, you may experience a deep dive and you might go into some areas of your life where it can be very painful, um, but you may not feel safe or you might not feel held or you may not feel, um, you know, comfortable in that space. And so what I do is I always create a safe environment, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or in my group space uh, with the other women, where you can feel safe and comfortable sharing. It's non-judgmental. And, and of course, nothing is forced. Like if you don't want to share, like say you're part of the women's group and you just want to listen and take in the other women's stories, that's perfectly okay as well. Um, and that's something that I, um, that I really want to reiterate because judgment-free and loving space and safe space is, is always very important in order for other people to feel that they can comfortably share and be who they are. Uh, my 90-day locally-based empowerment group, so I'm based um, in Orange County in L.A., um, and normally retails for $648, and what we do is we, we meet once a week locally, um, and you get two hours of my time. We go through a book um, that will help in your transformation process, be it the Four Agreements or Mastery of Love, uh, Warrior Goddess Training, The Warrior Goddess Way. There are many, many books um, that we have explored and will continue to do so. Um, and then I also, in addition to that, uh, and a part of that love care package, I also give you a bundle of sage, an intuitively chosen gemstone, um, as well as some incense and a tea light so that you can begin your altar space to have a space that you can practice meditation and spirituality. Um, and that um, that 90 days again retails for 648, but for the summit special, I'm offering it for $299 um, for uh, the full three months. 
Um, there are also individual sessions, three-hour intensive programs, um, in addition to 12, 6 and 12 healing uh, programs available. These are all individual programs. Um, I, for the sake of time, I didn't want to go through and list all the pricing, but I am offering a 20% discount um, on all my individual sessions um, as a summit special. And I am willing to work individually uh, with select men who are truly committed to their growth, um, even though traditionally I have worked with women. But I do know that there are going to be men that uh, resonate with um, the presentation that I just made and will feel like they want to learn more on how they can work um, with their own um, personality, with their own um, e emotional baggage and whatever it is that's holding them back and how they can um, truly embrace their masculinity in addition to their feminine energy um, to attract the love and connection that they desire in their life. And finally, uh, I am offering complimentary 20-minute discovery calls. Um, so please give me a call. would love to set up a time to um, talk with you and delve deeper into your life and see um, if I am the right spiritual coach for you. So thank you so very much uh, for your time. I really appreciate you being here with me. And uh, I hope that you, uh, that you gained what you need to spiritually from this. Thank you so much, Marianne, for sharing such, such an amazing presentation with such a great goodies and tips and insight, and I call them the golden nuggets. So um, that was fabulous. Like, uh, start, the middle, wrapping it up. You know, I, I really love the many of the aspects. Um, one of the things that I love that you mentioned is the aspect that love requires vulnerability and it's, it's yeah it's like if we are not allowing ourselves to be fully vulnerable with who we truly are and and just come from this place and knowing that we feel safe uh, when we are vulnerable is you know just that just that that virtue of value it is so delicious and it kind of bring people together in, in a relationship um, and especially when um, when especially when with when we know that you know the other person is not gonna take it against us and one of the things that many people had the fear of being vulnerable is is like how vulnerable can I be uh, in my relationship, how vulnerable can I be in the world? How vulnerable can I really show up in my fullest and authentic self and not uh, feeling um, a stress that in the future maybe they can take that against me or they can try to do some harm. Right. So what will be your perspective on that one? Well, you know, like I mentioned, you know, trusting your intuition is important with who it is that you're being vulnerable with. Um, but at the same time, you know, it is risky because you're not you're not going to know everything from the beginning. And and for me, I think what it is is it's simply it's it's overcoming the fear um, that you're going to experience pain in the relationship because even though I understand. Um, 
you know, that that's a normal fear to have, that we're afraid that we're going to be hurt, we're going to be rejected, or the other person is going to um, hold our weaknesses against us, if you will. I think that when you love yourself and that you understand that you're strong and that you, um, you know, there's, there's like a, a quote basically where the, the bird that's sitting on a branch doesn't trust in the branch, you know, doesn't concern itself with if the branch will break or not because it trusts in its own wings to fly away if the branch breaks. Is the same thing when you're in a relationship. You don't stop having those wings. You don't stop being free to be who you are, you know, and you, you understand that if the other person does cause you pain or ultimately ends the relationship, that you trust that you're going to be okay and that you trust in the universe that it, has its, that it has your back, that no matter what happens, that it's ultimately for your higher good and the highest good of everyone involved. Because ultimately, to be honest with you, Lucia, most relationships are not going to be with you your entire life. And I think that's a misconception that we have, is that we, we, we believe that the longer the relationship, the better it is or the healthier it is. And, and on the contrary, that I feel the more that you're growing, especially, um, you know, in consciousness as you're traveling on that journey the universe is actually going to be removing people from your life and I've had that happen to me this past year dramatically where literally every close friend I've had in my life from from the last four years is gone and and a lot of people would internalize and go oh my god what's wrong with me why doesn't anyone love me what's going on but the reality is this it's not that I'm not worthy of love it's not that I'm not amazing it's just I cannot be loyal to them and be loyal to my growth, you know? And so understand that you love people, but you also love them with the freedom, knowing that we do have the power to make another choice. We do have the power to leave a relationship, but ultimately, no matter how painful it is, that you are held and you are loved by your higher self, by the universe, and that you are never alone, no matter what happens. Yeah, and I would like to touch into the aspect of pain. Sure. In my experience and in my growth, um, when, we, when we, you talk about alignment, when we truly align with who, who we truly are, there's no pain. Pain is an illusion of the ego. Pain is an illusion of separation. So when we're talking about living in pain, broken heart, and all those kind of like stories that we tell ourselves, it's just a reminder that how separated we are from our true authentic self. So, yes, like Marianne clearly said, when you really surrender and feel yourself hold in this infinity of this, this the wisdom and the juiciness and the luciness of the universe itself, and just feeling yourself bathed in all of it, um, you are safe, you're secret, you are surrounded you are you're great you're good and and there's not going to be anything outside of yourself that is going to or even anything inside of yourself that actually is going to create any kind of like pain and and i love that we talk about alignment because i believe that you also work with the law of attraction and i'm a big uh yes follower of the abraham hicks and i listen to her every time and and I love, love, love. And the more I have been applying and tuning in with my alignment and, you know, uh, taking responsibility for my own creations, you know, like I'm not the victim in my life anymore. And, right. 
in anything that happens. So, so when I'm I'm responsible of my creations, I know that there's no pain. Because actually, uh, I transcend that word. I would say like that was my lesson. That was my juiciness to experience for me to become more uh, more stronger. You know, stronger that that what I was like two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. Oh gosh, we can dive deeper into this conversation, but I really appreciate um, that you tap into different. Um, that you the 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 presentation was very beautiful and with the flow of it, and you tap into different um, uh, aspect and dynamic and practices that people can uh, put in into um, practices in their daily life, right? And, and pay attention to to themselves. Thank you, Marianne, for being here with us today and sharing with you such an amazing presentation and your wisdom regarding self-love and all the goodness that you share. So how can we learn more from you and like, what, where can we find you? Uh, thank you once again, Lucia. It's definitely been a pleasure being here with you and the summit and everyone that's watching right now. Um, you can get in touch with me to learn more about coaching and healing. Um, and you know the services that I provide by going to my website. It is uh, www.thewarriorgoddessway.com, um, which was uh, the last slide of the presentation. Um, all of my contact information, including my phone numbers, on there as well. So I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much. Thank you again, and we thank you, amazing community, for tuning in and. Uh, so we'll see you in our next episode. So have a great day. Bye-bye.